The views and opinions expressed on this podisode are solely those of the participants and do not reflect those of an unspecified yet peaceful government agency. We apologize for any mistakes we may have made which broke your heart. Hey, listener, we're back. Hi, Nora. Hi, how are you? I'm aggressively medium. How are you doing? Um, I wouldn't describe myself as aggressively medium, but I suppose medium would be an adequate word. Yeah. So, listener, this is an addendum to our Bahasa Indonesia episode because we left some stuff out. And also, I want to update you guys on our situation. So, Nora, where are you now? Um, I am in quarantine with two other unspecified yet peaceful government agency volunteers in Virginia. How's Virginia? It's very cold. And I remember like from college and from being a kid that March wasn't, well, I guess now it's April, wasn't particularly cold. Like that's when things were supposed to get warmer. But I'm freezing like all the time. I'm with my brother. And he keeps the temperature at 70, which to me used to be normal. But now I have to wear a jacket, I think. (laughs) I similarly am wearing a sweatshirt and like socks because I'm so cold. And I'm sitting under a blanket. I'm inside and the heat is on. It's real. I mean, I guess we acclimated or assimilated or whatever. Anyway, we're back in the United States because we got evacuated due to the worldwide pandemic we sure did uh that was kind of stressful we didn't know if we were gonna go we weren't gonna go everything was fine and then we were on uh stand fast and then they were like (laughs) then they were like okay we are gonna evacuate everyone needs to drive to a lab and (laughs) poop in a jar three times (laughs) but don't go to don't go to surabaya just drive to like whatever lab is closest to you and poop in a jar. And then they were like, okay, come to Surabaya. It was a stressful, what was it, like 36 hours between when we got noticed that we were going to be evacuated and when we were consolidated to Surabaya. Because there was like, understandably, everyone was just, we've never had that situation before. So it was just, no one knew what like the correct protocol was. Yeah, but it turns out we did have to poop in a jar, but we all... correct protocol, pooping in a jar. Yeah, that's important. I only did it one time. How many times did you poop in a jar? I did all three. Thank you very much. Good on you. I mean, I was just like, you know what? There's a pandemic. I've got to say goodbye to my fiance. I got to say goodbye to my school. I'm just not, I'm just not worrying about pooping in this jar right now. If I need to mail them some poop later, I will. <laughs> you could have. So in Indonesia, there's a really cool service called Gojek, which has different things you can do. Like you can order a car or you can order someone to deliver food for you. You can get a massage. Um, but one of the things you can do on the Gojek app is something called GoSend, where you can send packages. So you actually, Bones, could have GoSent your poop. I could have gone sended my poop but i didn't because at that point that wasn't 
on the top of my priority list. No, I think a big reason they were trying to do the medical stuff is because they were worried about whether or not we'd be able to access similar care here in the U.S. when we got home, which turns out is true because most doctors, at least in my area, aren't accepting patients for normal stuff, only for like emergencies or like things that are time sensitive. So I think they were very right to do that because we probably couldn't have gotten similar care at home. Well, you're right. I've been home and I haven't pooped in any jars. So hopefully I don't have malaria or anything. Um, yeah, they're, they're not checking your poop for malaria, for the record. What are they checking for? Parasites. A lot of people oh. have parasites and they're gross and bad for you and make you sick. Well, I hope I don't have parasites. Oh, well, you might. So the evacuation was stressful. We got on a plane. We flew from Surabaya to Jakarta and then to Tokyo and then to Dallas. And then we all went home. Wait, you guys stayed together until Dallas? We all split up in Tokyo. Some people split up in Jakarta. Yeah, I guess because you're from West Java, your situation was different than ours. Yeah, we were together all the way to Dallas and it was very bittersweet because I kept saying goodbye to everyone. And then they'd be like, wait, we're on the same plane. So then I'd have to <laughs> rescind my goodbye. Oh, no. I slept through like 100% of my flights on the way back. It was very nice. That does sound nice. Are you still jet lagged? Because I keep waking up at like four in the morning and it's weird. I'm not jet lagged, but I'm what I'd say is on Indonesia time, which means I go to bed at about nine and I wake up at about five which is the schedule oh. it's not that i'm jet lagged i just wake up early now okay that's a good schedule i wish i could get on that schedule i'm on the schedule it's weird i don't even want to talk about it so anyway what i do want to talk about is we left out some important stuff in our bahasa indonesia podisode and i want to talk about words in english that come directly or indirectly from Bahasa Indonesia. You see, I'm unclear on this. I'm interested to hear what you have to say, Bonds, because as I'm thinking right now, I can't think of a single word like that. I'm sure they exist. They're just not off the top of my head. Okay, you will definitely recognize many of these and instantly know where they come from. The first one is orangutan. Yes. Actually, that is the only one I could think of, and I thought of it just before you said it, which is... Okay. Well, Bob, Let's... what does orang mean? Orang means man or person. And hutan means? Hutan means jungle or forest. Yes. So what is an orang hutan? An orang hutan is a forest person, because in uh, Indonesian, you put the adjective after the noun. That is the one word I can think of. And honestly, a great word for an orangutan. Yeah, a forest person. Okay, yeah. here's some other ones that I'm sure you probably have heard before. Cockatoo, the bird. It is from kakaktua, or older oh, brother. I never knew that. Yeah, so cockatoo comes from that. I couldn't figure out why that bird is an older brother, like... Maybe because it bullies you a little bit. I'm not sure. Is it because it's bigger than the other birds? <laughs> Maybe. But that's the old kakaktua, 
Which is weird because Kaka already he means, means older. So yeah. it's it's really the older, older brother. Well, huh. honestly, it's not even brother. It's older sibling because Kakak is non-gendered. That's fair. It's anything. Older sibling. Older, older sibling. That's a great name for a bird. Okay, so we've got two animals, the orangutan, the cockatoo, the Komodo dragon, obviously. Komodo is a Indonesian word. Here's one that I'm sure you'll recognize, ketchup. Yeah, I do know that. But from my understanding, ketchup in the U.S. is different from ketchup in Indonesia. Well, they are. So <laughs> in the United States, we have tomato ketchup. What's the ketchup in Indonesia? We would probably call it, uh, it's like soy sauce, but it's sticky um, and sweeter. Yep. It's ketchup manis. It's made from soybeans, but it's sweet. It's kind of like hoisin sauce or plum sauce, but it has that same savory flavor that tomato ketchup does. I miss it a lot. Um, I love some ketchup manis. Yeah, ketchup manis is pretty good. My host mom used to make ketchup sambal or sambal yeah. ketchup. It had a little bit of spice in it, but... Here's what happened. When I found out that that stuff was called ketchup, I, in my Western-centered mind, thought, oh, okay, they must call this ketchup because they are copying American ketchup. And they're just like, okay, it's a sauce. Sauce is called ketchup. It's actually the other way around. Our word ketchup comes from the Malay word ketchup. And here's how it got there. Ketchup in China was stuff that was fermented, and it was usually made from mushrooms. So there used to be tons of savory sauces made from mushrooms, fish, soybeans, other beans, black beans. It turns out that the most popular variety is the only one we still have in the United States, which is tomato ketchup. So our word ketchup comes from Asia, not the other way around. That would also make a lot of sense to me because I don't know that in the U.S. that we use as many sauces, whereas like at least in Indonesian food, it's very sauce centric. Um, like yeah. there's ketchup, there's sambal, there's like sambal ketchup, there's just... <laughs> well, that's <laughs> no, there's... just two and then they're mixed okay. together. There's sauce which just means sauce, but is always like a, how would you describe sauce? It's like. Uh, well, it's I would describe sauce tomat as ketchup. No, that's sauce tomat, but not sauce. Oh, sauce padas. Yeah. I would describe that as spicy ketchup. <laughs> ketchup though. It doesn't taste like ketchup. It tastes a little bit like ketchup to me, but we're. <laughs> We're confusing it. Anyway, I just think it's crazy that our word ketchup actually comes from the Indonesian ketchup and not the other way around. Well, then I have a question. Why do some people say catsup? They're obviously wrong, right? Um, I think that's just a fancier way to spell it because you know how spellings change over the years and people try to make stuff fancy by spelling it weird. But yeah, I'd say those people are wrong. <laughs> Thank you. I feel validated. Yeah. They, I mean, they're wrong. I was trying to, like, sweeten it up a little bit and be like, 
Languages change over time. Everything's fine. You were trying to have broader appeal for the listener, but honestly, yeah. we're a catch-up podcast here. Yeah, we don't. Wait, what? We're not. We're not catch-up people. Oh yeah, absolutely. And also, I don't know. There's a pandemic. I don't care anymore. Okay, here's some other interesting words that come from. Bahasa Indonesia. Bamboo. Hmm. The word bamboo, which is bamboo, comes from bamboo. Okay. What do we call rice fields in English? Rice paddy? Yeah. What's the Indonesian word for growing rice? Well, the, the rice that is growing in the ground is called paddy. Yep. That's where that comes from. Um, the word papaya is from the Bahasa Indonesia word papaya. And of course, yeah, yeah. and then there's a lot of food stuff like tempeh is from tempeh and stuff like that. Here's some that I thought were really interesting and surprising. The word compound, not a compound like you mix chemicals together, but like a cult compound or a military compound. Uh It it comes from kampung. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. And that's from the Dutch, kampong or something, which is village. But yeah, our word compound comes from kampung. Huh. I like that word more now because I love the word kampung. Yeah. I love the way it's kampung ingris, kampung ketelai, kampung tahu. Like everything's a theme village. Wait, what was your village? What kampung was it? I think my bapak was actually working on branding our village because we didn't have an official one. We were mm. um, we were Sawiji or Sawi. I still don't know, but he was trying to <laughs> he was trying to make us like the beautiful village, maybe. Oh, kampung Inda. Yeah, but it was something like that. It was like Sawiji Bersari. I am embarrassed in my language podcast. I don't know what that means. Well, um, I live in Kampung Pasir, which means the sand village. Oh. Then, so I didn't live in the city. I lived about probably 30 minutes away from a quote-unquote city. It was mostly a movie theater in a long street. That was Kota Tahu, the tofu city. And in my city, there was a statue of a basket full of tofu. That's that's pretty rad. It's very famous for a kind of deep fried tofu called tahu sumedang. It's delicious. I've had a lot of deep fried tofu and I'm ashamed to say I can't really tell the difference between them. Tahu sumedang is amazing. It's like fluffy and pulled on the inside and it's like greasy. It's so good. It comes wait, in wait. The- it's fluffy and cold on the inside? Pulled. Like the tofu has been pulled, so it's pulled. Yeah, so it's it's really light. It's not dense. I didn't even know you could pull tofu. Well, that's because you didn't live in the Kota Tahu. I really missed a lot in Indonesia. I didn't take full advantage of my time there. If it makes you feel better, I never got a picture with the tofu statue, and that's a really big regret. I'm sorry about that. Okay, here's some other words that we get from Bahasa Indonesia. Check this out. Gong. That makes sense. There are many a gong, in uh, at least on Java. There's a lot of gongs, and apparently gong comes from gong. 
this is one that was difficult for me to understand completely. Apparently, the word run amok comes from the word amuk, which means to throw a tantrum. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I'm learning a lot from recording this podcast. Yeah. I mean, I'm a great teacher. And then there's some other obvious ones that make sense. Batik, which did you know about Batik before you came to Indonesia? Yes, but not the way that I know about Batik. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I didn't. I had never heard the word Batik. What is Batik, Nora? Batik is a kind of uh, wax printed fabric. So people will draw images in hot wax on a fabric and then do a sort of tie dyeing to create a motif or pattern on that. And it's very, very beautiful. It is. It's really cool. And it's the formal wear in Indonesia. And to the untrained eye, it looks kind of like a Hawaiian shirt. Or maybe like tie dye. But they're collared. They're formal. They're like oh, stiff. Those are men's batiks. Women's batiks don't have collars like that. But they still look more substantial than like a tie-dye t-shirt. Yeah, it's not a t-shirt. It's like a fitted, usually tailored, either blouse or skirt. Yeah, and you got that one with ruffles on it. Did you throw that out? No, I gave it to my host sister. The story behind that is that I was trying to have a shirt made and I just wanted like a shirt because the pattern on the batik was already like cool. So I didn't feel like it needed anything else. I just wanted like a three quarter sleeved shirt. And I guess the tailor thought that that wasn't interesting enough. So she sewed on all these ruffles and I was not happy. I thought the ruffles were tight. I thought they made you look like a pirate. So I was impressed. When I get dressed in the morning, it's usually not with the goal to look like a pirate. For the record, batik is what I usually wore to teach in. So, yeah, it's the Indonesian formal wear. And it's if you don't really know what to wear to an event, uh, at least on Java, uh, you're pretty safe wearing batik. Yeah, I wore batik to everything. Okay, sarong comes from the word sarung, which is the uh, skirt that many Muslim men wear to pray. It's just a big piece of fabric that you wrap around your waist. Apparently, I don't know. I don't wear a sarung usually, but apparently it's very comfortable. My bapak got me a sarung, which was very nice of him. I felt weird wearing it because it felt a little bit like religious appropriation for me because the only other people I see wearing them are Muslim men. And also, it has no pockets. You're a big fan of pockets. I am a real big fan of pockets. I feel bad that you never got a batik blazer. I remember that you wanted one and you could have fit so many pockets in there. I could have. I guess I forgot about that and didn't realize it was an option. Yeah. And then also the word rattan comes from rotan, which is just rattan. So, (laughs) yeah. Those are some good, (laughs) I guess we're ending on a solid note. Those are some English words that come from Bahasa Indonesia or from uh, Malay, because the two languages are very closely related. Bones, do you know of any false cognates in Bahasa Indonesia? No. Do you know of any false cognates? I know of a very good one. Okay. If somebody is speaking Bahasa Indonesia and they repeatedly use the word sexy, what does that mean? <laughs> it, means, it means section. Yes, it means section. It can be confusing if you think it's a cognate, because it is not. Definitely not. 
Yeah, sexy sounds a lot like our word sexy, which is an <laughs> adjective. Yes, but in Bahasa Indonesia, it literally is used to describe a section of something in a great yeah. way. Another word that always confused me, which might be a false cognate, is socializasi. Socializasi. Yes, you are correct. So, well, I'm getting there. What did socializasi mean at your school? Usually some kind of presentation or like an educational presentation. So, for instance, right now people are very concerned about socializasi virus corona, which would mean uh, presentations to educate people about coronavirus. Oh, okay. That I understand it a little better now. I was always excited, like, what are we doing today, Buinda? And she'd be like, socializasi. And I'm like, tight, we just get to socialize. And then we invariably go to a meeting. And I was like, oh, this isn't what I thought it would be. Yeah, it's usually, at least in my experience, some kind of educational presentation. Well, good on them. Okay, I'm sure there are a lot of fun Bahasa Indonesia words that we're leaving out, but that's life. We're trying our best here. So it goes. So it goes. Um, do you have any other uh, linguistic or quarantine-related things you want to add, Nora? Um, no, if someone would like to hire me, that would be cool. But uh, <laughs> You're looking for a job? I'm looking for literally anything. If you want to hire Nora, she's a great pot soder. She's a qualified teacher. Good Thanks. friend. Those are nice things. Those are really nice things. Well, hey, Nora, thanks a lot for talking with me. And good luck with the quarantine and the job search and, I guess, the rest of your life. Yeah, you too, Bones. Um, it's been a time, both podcasting and serving in a, what was it, unspecified yet peaceful government organization. Yeah, that's Wait, can I actually add something? Do your listeners know why you say, I want to apologize for any mistakes we made that broke your heart? Some of them do, but maybe some of them don't. Do you want to can explain it? Yes. So during our training, I was in Bones's group for training. We had like a teaching practicum for how long? About three weeks, right? Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So we had a teaching practicum and we were at this middle school. And every morning before we went to teach, the principal would pull us in for a pep talk. But at this time, none of us really spoke Bahasa Indonesia to any successful level. So mm -hmm. an awesome woman who her job was to help us integrate and understand things, she would translate. And on the last day, the principal was saying, like, you know, thank you for being here. And like, we are so glad to have you and all this other really nice stuff. And then at the end, he said something none of us understood, but the woman translated it as, I'm sorry if I've broken your heart. <laughs> and in retrospect, we understand that in Indonesia, people will often apologize, um, even though they haven't done anything wrong, just in case maybe they have. It comes from apologizing at Eid every year. But we didn't know that at the time, and it seemed like a strange thing to say. So Bones was first to react and got up and said, well, I don't think you've broken any of our hearts. Um, and everyone was very confused. It was a great time. The appropriate response to that is actually, 
I'm also sorry <laughs> if I broke your heart. That's what I should have said is that. Yeah, that's why I say it, to cover all my bases. You're offering the assumption that many people's hearts have been broken. <laughs> and just in case they have, you know, listener, we're really sorry about it. Yeah, Mahon Ma'af. Yeah. Mahon Ma'af Lahir Dan Batin. Batin. Forgive me from my birth and forever. Okay, Nora. Well, thanks a lot for talking with me and yeah. uh, have a good... How many more days do you have in quarantine? I don't know. I've lost track. <laughs> Unclear. Okay. Well, good luck with quarantine. All right. Okay. Bye. 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 <laughs>